Hello, my baddies. Welcome to your Cosmic RX radio energy report for the week of November 26th. Now, this week just is feeling like a whole new world, like we are Aladdin and Jasmine up in this bish. I hope you all are just listening to this. Maybe it's the weekend. Maybe you're eating some Thanksgiving leftovers on a sandwich. Maybe you're perusing for some deals, hopefully shopping small business and all of that. But wherever you are, I hope that you have, you know, some time to drop in, to slow down, to be with family, be with chosen family, because that's a, that's the nice thing about this time of year. And the fact that eclipses are coinciding with the holiday season is either the best thing because we have to work less and we have an excuse just to like hang out in our pajamas for a four day weekend if we want, or if you're traveling that could add stress. Or if you are (laughs) having like a holiday dinner with some questionably politically aligned family members, then I'm, I'm just praying for you. May the force have been with you this past weekend. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Regardless of of how your Thanksgiving went, or if you did or did not celebrate that, if you're not even in the U.S., this week is just bringing us, it's still weird, we're still in the eclipse portal, but some of that intensity of the lunar eclipse has passed over. We are starting to feel, what I was alluding to last week, it's like, you know, we're going through a storm. If you've ever gone through a storm, out in the water, or even driving, and all of a sudden you drive through at one moment, you like literally feel like, oh, the storm cloud, we're out of it. And it's like lighter and sunnier and there's still like misting and the car's still wet, pavement's still wet. And I can look in my rear view and I still see the storm cloud, but it's like, oh, we're out of it now. And that, that feeling is sort of what we're coming up to this week as we head into the total solar eclipse in Sagittarius on December 4th. And as we are officially in the sun and Sagittarius energy. Now I'm going to explain a little bit of how to work with this energy and what to know for this week ahead. Again, we have sort of a break. It's this portal. I don't know if the universe is just that divine, that well-designed, but it's like, it just knows it's not going to give us like a crazy, um, you know, wild curveball cosmic happening in this eclipse portal, because we're all just hanging on by a thread and we just need to sit with our emotions and be chill and just like surrender. And it's kind of perfect astrology to do that. So I'm going to get into all that and more. But first, you know, we got to talk about things. How was our week? Like, how are we feeling? I had some very exciting things happen. I don't know at the time of recording if I can talk about it yet, but let's just say this eclipse brought me some beautiful blessings and surprises that were unexpected. And that is part of eclipse medicine is just things coming up that are complete surprises. 
you know, shocks, good, bad, and otherwise, but nothing's good or bad under eclipse season. It's all just like, ooh, that was something I wasn't expecting. So I'm really excited for when I can share that with you. I'll be pumped to do so. And yeah, just like I felt that that shaking, that like earthly core shaking that I had gone through the week before. I felt the kind of lift as the lunar eclipse passed over and how we feel. I don't know if anybody got to see it, but you know, I, I literally woke, I was like not sleeping well. I looked at my window and I legitimately thought I hallucinated the eclipse because it was so beautiful and bright and there was a reddish tinge and I went back to sleep and it wasn't until the next day and I was talking to someone about it. And I was like, oh my God, I did see that. I just thought I hallucinated it because it was so vivid and real. And also I'm a Pisces moon. So my dreams are way too vivid. But my point of the story is that that eclipse passed over. It was intense. And the lunar eclipse in Taurus was bringing out some deep shadow things, deep fears, deep insecurities, like shaking our foundation so we could really figure out what we value in life, so we could unearth things that we needed to like uproot out of our subconscious so we can make room to live a much more authentic, much more free, much more passionate, much more aligned version of ourselves. And maybe it brought some closings, some like abrupt endings. I saw Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello broke up. I don't really know them that much, but it was all over my Twitter. And there's just things that happened that were kind of like, whoop, okay, ending of a chapter or beginning of something, most likely endings under the lunar eclipse. The lunar eclipse also brings things to the surface, brings truths up, brings things we don't want to look at up, brings secrets out, can illuminate things. So if you experienced any or all this, including physical symptoms, oh my God, in the Cosmic Fit Club, we did our coaching call that I do every full moon. And so many people were sharing the physical feelings of the eclipse. I have had rashes under eclipses, nausea. I had crazy headaches all weekend. Other people in the community like couldn't eat. They were experiencing all sorts of things. So again, as per my story with my dog last weekend, like we feel these things. So keep staying hydrated, keep staying grounded until November 4th, uh, December 4th. And then we'll be in that kind of heightened eclipse energy until December 18th, where we have a very juicy, very party girl, very fun full moon in Gemini to end out the year. So that's how we're feeling. That's where I'm at, y'all. That was just my little brain dump. I like to do a brain dump in the beginning, just as like, that's what we're going on. That's, that's, that's how we're feeling. Just so you know, you're not alone in any of this. And I'm going to break down what's happening in the planets in the week ahead, like always. But first we got to do our moon. You know, who wants to talk about the moon? And we also want to take a quick peek back at what happened in astrology last week and how it was just like those moments of like, damn, astrology is so real. I, it's, it's not even funny anymore. Week to week, I just die. I am shooketh by astrology. So let's get into that. Also, thank you so much for your ratings and reviews. Keep them coming. If you love this podcast, take a beat, take a minute, smash that five-star button. We so appreciate it. We have big things coming in 2022, y'all, and I am fired the F up. I'm fired up. It's Sagittarius season. I am going. But, you know, we really appreciate your support and getting the podcast out to as many baddies as you can. You know, we do all everything very organically. We are bootstrapping this bitch. We are just here, blood, sweat, tears, and just cosmic sauce making this podcast happen. So if you love this, or if this has helped you, or if this has made you chuckle, or if anything in this podcast has ever, uh, as Heather McMahon would say, tickled your taint, then please give it a share, give it a review, 
pop some words on there. It just, the iTunes machine likes it. And we are here to make Apple, our overlord, happy. No, I'm just kidding. But truly, it just helps us out greatly. So let's talk about what happened last week that just shook my life in terms of astrology, pop culture, and politics. Okay, first up, and this was truly wild. So I don't know if some of you saw, or I all saw, but Kamala Harris became the first woman with presidential power while Biden went under anesthesia for a routine colonoscopy. And that was on November 19th, aka the day of the Taurus lunar eclipse. And not only was this monumental because it was the first time a woman had any sort of presidential power and also a woman of color, amazing, but was also crazy about it. It was in the news, but I was like, this is wild because there was an ancient practice during the eclipses where they had a substitute king or a substitute leader. And that's because there was sort of this fear of all the gods, something that happened, uh, you know, in ancient times when they observed the sky and they saw an eclipse was coming, they would do a ritual or get a leader out of power if the eclipse was going over the land that the king ruled. So for example, uh, if the eclipse was over Assyria, the Assyrian king, they said, would be in danger from the eclipse because eclipses had this really malefic sort of, what would you call that? Like a dooms, uh, what's the word? A dark omen, ominous feeling. So they would put a different king or leader in their place. It didn't have to like look like him necessarily, but they dressed them in the king's garment. They made them act like the king for the day. And this was essentially to like, quote unquote, like protect the king. Once the dangerous time passed, well, unfortunately they killed the substitute king, but the true king reemerged and the ritual was complete. So obviously like that's a very dark story, but I thought it was interesting because that was just like something very ancient because they did say that like kings and leaders always feared eclipses. And, you know, as they should, because after the last eclipse, the November eclipse fell very interestingly in Trump's chart. And it was how a lot of astrologers, including myself, really sort of felt that, you know, his his term in in the White House was complete, but that it wouldn't go down without a fight. That's for sure. But that eclipse was was not great for him. And then this eclipse in Biden's chart, super interesting because he himself is a Scorpio sun. So this eclipse fell very close to his birthday. His birthday was on November 20th, and he is a Scorpio sun and Taurus moon. That was extra crazy because of the way the eclipses moved across his chart through his 12th house of karma and the house of our undoing and the house of our just kind of our spiritual self, but also part of ourselves where we can be like almost imprisoned by our own mind or spirit, hence like the karma, and his sixth house of physical and mental health. So the eclipse going across that and them calling in Kamala to take over was just very in line with astrology, whether they realized it or not. So that was my big moment for the week. In other news, you know, I saw Brittany might come out with a tell-all and I was like, "That's I hope that happens. It'd be fun to see if something was announced on or two weeks after the total solar eclipse in Sagittarius, which starts a new beginning for all of us, a new story but especially for my Sages. Um, I know the last 18 months, it's been a little weird for Sag energy because it's been on the South Node, but this is like a new beginning. The other thing that I wanted to touch on before I get into our moon talk and the day-by-day moon, 
a few people messaged me to ask about the astrology of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. And the only thing I want to say about that is that's not really about the astrology of like a day-to-day moment. What happened with the verdict of Kyle Rittenhouse being a non-guilty on all charges is really deeper than, you know, the astrology of the day. That's about systemic issues in our country and how we treat white people, especially white cisgendered straight men, and give them a pass and how we absolutely do not value their lives as the same of anyone who carries a marginalized identity. And that verdict was so heartbreaking and I think so unexpected. The only thing I could say is that the Taurus Scorpio eclipses, I saw the Astro Twins tweeted it and I retweeted it. We've been in the Gemini Sag eclipse line since May of 2020, uh, June 2020, where we all started to have to learn a lot. Gemini, Sag, learning, speaking, changing our beliefs, listening to people, being kind of didactic, being very, you know, consumed with learning new words and hearing from new people and connecting to our communities and maybe releasing old ideologies and having to question Gemini a lot of what we know about our society. And I would say it's been very mental up to this point and a lot of talk and even a lot of like talk is cheap. Like we kind of learned that people could put something, you know, BLM or ACAB or whatever letters in their bio, but they may still be someone who would call the police, you know, against a person of color if they felt unsafe. And that was just an example that was brought up on on TikTok this week. And I think the Taurus Scorpio eclipses are now saying, okay, we have to go deeper. We have to go much deeper into this, you know, into this super deep-seated culture of white supremacy that we just unconsciously breathe in, like just fish and water, not even maybe up until a few years ago aware that we were in it. So I just wanted to say that there wasn't a particular astrology I want to talk about. Kyle Rittenhouse is in his nodal return entering it, but that's, you know, so is Greta Thunberg. So it's not necessarily like a good or bad thing going through your nodal return. And I just want to say that I invite all of us, especially, you know, white allies, just to think about what we can do to show up in these moments. That's not performative. That's not just words, but that's helping, you know, amplify and support people of color to hold our elected officials more accountable. That's the thing that's that judge in Kenosha. He was like a doodad dip shit, like bumble, like fuck, like, sorry, pardon my language, all that, but uh, he's an elected official. So we have to go much deeper into all of this and it's going to take time. And I think that that, you know, verdict was unexpected and people took to the streets. And so far, um, I haven't really read the news that much today, but I haven't heard of any super, you know, horrible things happening at those protests or gatherings. So I just ask that everyone out there, if you are protesting, stay safe. There's tons of resources out there of how to do that, how to protest in a way of you know awareness and being just taking the right safety measures. So anyway, so that's what I wanted to say. You know, there's not an eloquent way to say this, but I just wanted to comment that that you know, wasn't a one-day astrology thing we could chalk it up to. It's much deeper. So moving on, let's talk about the moon for the week. This is your emotional weather. This is what's going to be going on in your inside world. And as we navigate this week leading up to the solar eclipse, 
coming off of this lunar eclipse, this Taurus lunar eclipse, asked so much right now to go inward. All right. I went to this beautiful lunar eclipse gathering at my cousin has a, has a salt cave. It's called Salt House in Hopewell, New Jersey, outside of Princeton. And we just talked so much in that circle about just being present with our emotions and not like labeling anything that was coming up, anything that was happening in our lives as good or bad, but just sitting with it and just not trying to avoid whatever we were feeling. And just if we could like sit in that more and not react and just get really curious with ourselves and get really in our body and just in this place of like radical acceptance and radical tenderness. And that just feels like such our medicine always, but especially now in this eclipse portal. And it's giving us sort of a sneak peek of what I believe is going to be very important over the next few years, maybe for the rest of our lifetime, which is just like the energy in which how you show up is the most important thing. It doesn't matter if you're doing everything in to-do list, if you're doing everything quote unquote perfectly, even though that's a myth, but it's like, how do you show up for yourself every day? How do you show up to your relationships? How do you show up to your work? How do you show up when things are messy? How do you show up when things are great? And a lot of that showing up is taking care of your energy, your frequency, and knowing how to sit with yourself. And when you're in a place of feeling emotionally stimulated, how do you go within instead of spreading your energy in a million different directions outside of you? So without further ado, the lead up, the mama moon gets a long intro, right? Like she's the main act always. So the day of this podcast, this would be the 27th. So we have the moons in Virgo and the moon will be in Virgo, or the moon will be in Leo for the first half of the day, I should say. So if you're listening to this and it's like bright and early, you're one of the first people to listen to this podcast, enjoy that Leo moon, honey. We're going to be doing a little dressing up as my family. We're going to be doing some we're doing Hogwarts houses, dividing the family up. I'm a Gryffindor. I'm very excited for that. But we're going to be putting on like, you know, sequins and face paint and being a little silly, putting on some sacred theater, which is very Leo Moon on Friday. Um, but just doing something that makes you feel playful. Hopefully you have the day off and you can, if you're here in the U.S. and maybe you want to just like play, dress up, do something that you would do as a child, watch some you know, movies from when you were little. And then as we go into the Virgo moon, which we'll have for primarily the whole weekend, that'll be from Saturday into Sunday night. And then, you know, really early Monday morning, it switches over to Libra. And the Virgo moon weekend, I want you to really focus on doing, yes, getting the to-do list out, checking some things off, but I want you to do a brain dump of everything you have in your mind, your to-do list. And then I want you to really like look at that list and figure out what's actually not important on there. And I want you to get rid of like 75% of it or put that off to a later date, you know, like manage that uh, in a time sense that's more realistic. And then with the things that are left, I do, I want you to pick one really important thing and two smaller things you can get down this weekend. If a really good Virgo moons love to like declutter, love to, you know, get the car wash, get the oil changed, clean out the closet, catch up on emails, I would say balance the checkbook. I don't even know where that came from because I have never balanced a checkbook in my life. I don't think most people in our generation have. But you know, do the things, those details. Virgo loves details and Virgo knows that truly to live a life of devotion, you want to pay attention to the details in your own life. So pay attention to that. 
but also practice being really nice to yourself, turning down the volume on the inner critic these days and yeah, doing something for yourself. And really when I say turn down the volume of the inner critic, just watch out for that because the Virgo moon can be really hard on yourself for others. She can be a judgmental bee coming from a Virgo sun. So just heads up for that. And as we move into Monday, we have Libra moon and you know, Libra moon days that will be through Monday into Tuesday into early Wednesday morning. Libra moon days, this is great for like getting some balance, especially as we enter like this, you know, we're heading into that Sagittarius eclipse where everything's feeling a little off balance. You need to come back into center. Maybe like you've been getting ready, you know, traveling for the holidays. Maybe these are the days you want to like, maybe you have a tornado of clothes like in your room. Clean that out, like get organized. Maybe you've been um, working really hard and you haven't made time for your friends do that this day. Figure out what's the thing that's been a little out of balance and see if you could bring it back in these days. Libra moon days are also great days to do something social justice minded. So sign a petition, donate some money, very Libra. See if there's a cause in your local community that you could donate money, time, energy to. And Libra moon days are great for love. If you have a boo thing or you're trying to find a boo thing, spending time with them or going on a date or doing something that's putting yourself out there for love, I always feel super sweet on Libra Moon Days. Libra Moon Days, you just want to look out for the shadow energy. You could just be feeling indecisive those days. Just look out for where, you know, you may be kind of getting overwhelmed or being a little passive in a decision that really requires you to have a little more of an active role. And just seeing if you could practice making some, you know, direct, clear decisions for yourself. And then we have Wednesday, Thursday, we lead into the Sagittarius eclipse. And those days we have Scorpio moon days. So Scorpio moon days, I was just laughing because Lady Gaga put up a TikTok with that, like, am I the drama? Like that audio, like, is it me? And she was asking that. And I was like, yes, Lady Gaga, that is you because you were a Scorpio moon and a double Aries. So Scorpio moon days, Scorpio moons do love the drama. I love them. But really because it comes from need for wanting to go deep and for wanting to get to the, the truth of something, to get the T, you know, the capital T truth. I don't know if that's where the expression spilling the tea comes from, but if it is, I'm here for it. So Scorpio moon days, like you might be, especially with all this eclipse energy, you might be getting to the bottom. You might be playing cosmic detective, private eye up in this piece. And I also going to you know, recommend that you don't jump to any conclusions though, gather information. It's all data points. And I'm also going to recommend that you kind of do something to channel that energy, you know, do maybe like get involved in a self-pleasure practice, listen to some angsty music, read some poetry. You're just craving depth. So figure out what helps you go deep and go do that. But the things to look out for these days, I'm feeling jealous, feeling paranoid feeling overly like clingy or feeling tempted to like emotionally manipulate others, (laughs) just light, light things there. And then we enter, you know, on Friday, we'll be entering the Sag moon. So that's your moon report. That's your inner world, which really helps you navigate the outside world from a much more grounded, clear and centered place. So let's talk about what we can expect now, what's happening in the planets as we move through this week. 
So like I mentioned before, we got a light week. There's not really a major headline, except for I would say December 1st, Neptune stations direct. So again, we are entering the total solar eclipse and Sag portal. If you are like me and you want to get ahead of what that means, obviously I'll be talking about it on the podcast next week, but it will be kind of like, we'll be in it when it comes out. But if you want to get ahead, if you're an astro nerd who likes preparation, you can check out our monthly moon guide. I write a whole long description of what the astrology of the eclipse is, how to work with it, self-care, tarot card spread, journal prompts, um, messages for your sun and rising sign, in addition to everything else you need to know for Sagittarius season. That's on our website. And yeah, and Audrey makes it look so beautiful. So I'm going to be talking about the Sag eclipse next week. But know that we are getting, we're, you know, moving into that space of this total solar eclipse in Sag. And the headline of Neptune stationing direct is kind of like getting us into this extra intuitive space as we lead up to that. So Neptune is the planet of mysticism, intuition, imagination, compassion. It's really like the spiritual planet. Like Neptune is the spiritual boho chick who like rocks out the essential oils and the crystals. And I mean, I'm like describing myself, but yeah, Neptune is the planet of also, also like our spiritual idealism. And it's been retrograde since June 25th. So Neptune going direct, it's like, we've all been having a little bit of a reality check um, in the spiritual sense since then. And now we get to go back into a place uh, of dreaming, a place of um, faith and optimism. As a heads up, the day a planet moves directions, you may feel extra tired. So I'm going to recommend uh, December 1st and 2nd, get extra sleep. Neptune loves sleep medicine. Neptune loves dream medicine. Neptune can speak a lot to you through your dreams. You can record them. You make extra time for yourself to nap. I would recommend even getting like a whole setup, get a weighted blanket, get like uh, my friend Jamie, who's a coach in our community. She's always turns me on to the best things. And she turned me on to one of those like amethyst eye masks. And like, there's something about like sleeping really intentionally. That's such a gift to yourself, like getting some cozy socks, rubbing some lavender oil on the bottom of your feet, doing a whole ritual for sleep. It's beautiful. So I'm going to recommend you to do that. And also the day before that, Mars is um, trining Neptune. So we may be feeling lots of like signs and synchronicities, which can be a huge eclipse. What would you call that byproduct of the eclipse is symbol synchronicities, ahas, like just weird, freaky things. Um, even my own husband this week, my life wizard was like, oh my God, like I was thinking this band I used to like, like I haven't listened to them in like 10 years. And I was thinking like, what's up with them? Like, I haven't thought of them in so long. And then he Googled them just to like, you know, play some of their music or check out their Spotify. And they had just released an album like that day. And he hadn't heard of them or thought of them in like 10, 20, 15 years. I don't know. And I was like, what the heck? And he was spooked out. We had like 25 million other things happen like that in our household. We can't even keep track anymore. And he's like, we're really in this eclipse portal. I'm like, yeah, we are. And then I've just been getting so many DMs from you guys and, and messages from my clients of just things like that. I had uh, like also like weird people coming up and out of the woodwork. You know, we're about to enter Venus retrograde, which is like Mercury retrograde on steroids. And 
like this, I don't know, this Adele album plus this, you know, Taylor Swift re-releasing her Red album. It's like really mentally preparing us to like face some of our exes or, or ghosts from the past. And I actually ran into, I was like out in Philly this weekend and I just heard someone calling my name and it was like my college roommate who I don't talk to anymore. It was like her sister and it was so weird, but it was so surreal and it was so cool to see her and it just made me realize like I should reach out to this girl from college and just like see what's up. And I don't know, like it was just this, it was just trippy. It felt like a dream. And the weirdest thing about it is that I had a dream about this college roommate like two nights before and I had told my husband. And so when he saw I told him that was my college roommate sister. He was like, I'm officially freaked out. Like, what is going on? So um, I'm just telling you this because pay attention to your dreams this week. Pay attention to the signs, the things that are like weird, quote unquote, coincidences. Even if you don't know what they mean, just by paying attention to them and honoring them, it's a way of saying like, I'm paying attention. I'm listening, right? Like I always think of the universe as a teacher in a crowded classroom Say the teacher was like, you know what? I'm going to give everyone the answers to the test for the end of the year, the final exam. But the whole class is like not paying attention. They're on their phone. They're cross-talking, having side conversations, like out in la-la land. And there's like one student that's like listening and sitting and and like paying attention. It's like, well, yeah, I'm going to give you more. I'm going to give you this whole cheat sheet uh, because you're here and you're paying attention and nothing against these other people, but they're just like, I can't even get through to them if I wanted. So why would I waste my energy? So whenever something happens in my life that is like that weird synchronicity sign symbol, just like weird freaky things from the universe, I just acknowledge it. I laugh like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm paying attention. Like, what what do you want to show me? I'm, I'm listening and I'll write it down in my journal or I'll share it with someone. That's one of my favorite things about the Cosmic Fit Club is it's a place to really share those things that you don't know who else to share them with. So I'm just going to recommend all of you do that this week. All right. That's a big thing to acknowledge it because again, things are nudging you, pointing you in a direction of a mega, mega, mega new beginning coming. And the other thing that I want to say about Neptune is Neptune is going to play a really big part in 2022. Jupiter, planet of expansion is going to move into Pisces, which is ruled by Neptune. And Neptune, we're going to be having Neptune's going to conjoin with Jupiter in April, starting a whole new like cycle around creativity and the arts and spirituality. And we're also going to have what they call in astrology, you know, I don't even know what, how to pronounce this one term. I'm just going to say it. It's an exact opposition to the U.S.'s Neptune. So the U.S. is Neptune in the natal chart is at 22 degrees Virgo. And on February 18th, 2022, Neptune is going to start to be in 22 degrees of Pisces. And last time it was there was right before the Civil War and right before we went through this big spiritual awakening in our country. A lot of churches were born. And this whole thing around the number 22 is going to be really big next year. Obviously, it's 2022. And we're going to be having this whole thing with 22 degrees Pisces and we're going through the Pluto return on 222, the first of the exact Pluto returns as a country. So Neptune normally is a planet I wouldn't spend like too much time talking about, but because it's going to be so important for us in 2022, I really want you to journal and ask yourself, like, what have I learned about myself, spirituality, 
like, again, optimism, my intuition uh, since in the last five and a half months, since June 25th. Neptune rules divine revelation. So thinking about if you had any revelations or ahas or like spiritual truths that you really feel in your body, it's going to be important to note that for a lot of reasons coming up. Also, literally on 2-2-22, Neptune will be at 22 degrees, Pisces. It's a whole thing for next year. But yeah, I really invite you to reflect on that journey, see what Neptune being retrograde has taught you. And now, like, especially any lessons about like your inner circle, spiritual discernment, life's going to start to feel a little bit dreamier in that sense, the Neptune sense. But Neptune always reminds us it's important to like have two feet on the ground so we can have our head in the clouds, but that we're grounded and staying clear and just checking in with yourself. What have I learned? Or maybe what do I need more of or less of on my spiritual journey? And using this time this week, this whole week is a great time to really drop into journaling, uh, visualization, meditation, creative healing or creative expression, and kind of using that just to see what wants to move through you and what the universe wants to create with you. Okay, that's what a lot of this eclipse medicine is less about asking the universe for what you want and more about asking the universe, what does it want to create through you, with you, all right? How does the universe want to come down in human form through you? And I got that prompt from my cousin, Kirsten, who's Salt and Spirit on Instagram, Salt Spirit, S-A-U-L-T. And I just think that's a beautiful place to leave this. And that's sort of what I want us to think about. And using, while the sun's in Sagittarius, we're feeling like, fiery and lit up and we're feeling warm and Sagittarius it's this time of year where it's cold in the northern hemisphere and Sagittarius is the oldest of the fire signs and I want you to think of Sagittarius as like fires that relate to like the stories we tell of our soul right like sitting by a fireplace reading a good book or sitting around the fire for you know how long in our civilization have we used bonfires and and circles as a way of sharing stories, whether it's like from a really deep, you know, tribal standpoint, or just shooting the breeze, telling old inside joke stories with your friends and family. So thinking about like we're drawing in this fire of Sag season, we're getting ready to plug into our higher level vision. We're experiencing some more light, some new higher perspectives. And with this Neptune energy, we're like, okay, like, and what have we learned from a spiritual perspective? Like, what about our vision is actually wants to be infused and imbued with our spiritual beliefs, our understanding that we're here for a reason and we're held by a higher power, if you believe that, which I hope you do. So that is what's going on for this week. We are all doing this basically as one big lead up till the December 4th total solar eclipse new moon in Sagittarius. I hope you like this episode. I hope it served you. I'm going to pull us a note from your higher self oracle card. Hold on. Okay. And it is take a chill pill, resist the glorification of busy. All right. That card, understand the assignment as the kids say. That is truly our only cosmic assignment for this week. Uh, So let me know how it goes. Find us, tag us in your photos at the Cosmic Rx. Slide into my DMs if you have any wild, if astrology isn't real moments, then why? If you just want to come say hi and just, yeah, 
stay in your body, stay with your emotions, take that chill pill and just see what happens when you let go of that logical linear mind and the need to control. See what, what cosmic things happen from there. All right. So sending you lots of love. Go slay this week like the cosmic bad bitch you are. Mwah. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic Baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.